Kids. Together with a game. This game is called Peak Abu because it's all about mountain peaks. We'll describe a particular mountain to you, and you need to guess what mountain we are talking about. This game really peaks my interest. Okay, here we go. This mountain is Earth's highest mountain above sea level. It's located in the Himalayas, and if you want to climb it, it would take you forever and ever. Mount Everest. This mountain is where the Grinch and his dog Max live, high above Whoville. Mount Crumpet. These mountains are the largest mountain range in Europe. It would be fitting to eat some Swiss cheese or drink some Swiss Miss hot chocolate while you were there. The Swiss Alps. Okay, this mountain is out of this world, but technically no one's ever climbed it. But thousands of tourists ride to the top of it each day in a rocket ship in Anaheim, California. Space Mountain. This mythical mountain is where the Palace of Zeus and other Greek mythology heroes live. Mount Olympus. With the help of someone wearing lederhosen, you probably summited this mountain in a bobsled. You might have also ran into an abominable snowman while you were there too. The Matterhorn. This mountain has huge granite faces carved into it. Including the faces of George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Theodore Roosevelt, and Abraham Lincoln. Mount Rushmore. These mountains are named after the famous waterfall that goes over them. It's also home to a giant snipe bird named Kevin, who loves chocolate. Paradise Falls. This mountain is an active volcano. It erupted in 79 AD, and it famously destroyed the city of Pompeii. Mount Vesuvius. When you climb this mountain, you probably feel like singing "Zippity Doo Da, Zippity Day." My oh my, what a wonderful day! Splash Mountain. This is the mountain where Gethsemane is located. After the resurrection, Jesus ascended into heaven from the same mountain. The Mount of Olives. There is something sacred about mountains. Maybe it's how they bring us closer to heaven. God gave Moses the Ten Commandments up on Mount Sinai. And now, right before the Israelites are finally going to reach the Promised Land, Moses goes up into the mountains again. This time, the mountain is called Mount Tabor, and it is here where Jesus is revealed to be the Son of God. After learning this, Moses teaches the children of Israel, "And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy might." And that's still an important thing for us to do today. How can I increase my love for Heavenly Father and the Savior? 
Well, one way is to recognize how much they love us. And a good way to do that is by trying to recognize how they bless us every single day. Think of somebody you really love or something you really love. Do you recognize that as a gift from God because he loves you? The other day, I was on a video call with one of my friends and I was showing her all these cool different spider species I had in my yard. I love spiders because they protect my fruit trees from pests. And when I told her I loved spiders, she responded, isn't it cool how God gave them all these innate abilities? She focused my attention back from something I think is cool back to where it belongs, back to Heavenly Father who gives us all the good things in our lives. We should all try to be like your friend. And when something is amazing or fun or that makes you happy, don't forget to recognize that it comes from Heavenly Father. Yes, gratitude can help us to love the Lord. Actually, that reminds me, let's listen to a song that teaches us to be grateful to Heavenly Father. This song is being sung to us by Reese Oliveria, who is only 11 years old. Whenever I hear a song of a bird or look at the blue, blue sky, whenever I feel the rain on my face, or the wind as it rushes by Whenever I touch a velvet rose Or walk by our lilac tree I'm glad that I live in this play this song a second time, but we need you to fill in the blanks. What are some things that you love that Heavenly Father has given to you? Ready? Time to fill in the blanks.
besides being grateful, here are some other ideas that our listener friends came up with of ways we can show Heavenly Father that we love Him too. and we have lots of kids in our primary so we've been trying to practice to be reverent so we can show our love for Heavenly Father. Hello, my name is Luke. One way we can show Heavenly Father and Jesus that we love them is by being nice to people even if they aren't always nice to us. I also show my love to Heavenly Father when I pray every day and feel his love in return. My name is Hadley and when I was baptized, I made a covenant with Heavenly Father which is like a sacred promise to show Heavenly Father I love him. My name is Callie Crouch, and some ways we show Heavenly Father and Jesus that we love them are <clears throat> going to church every Sunday and keeping the commandments and not drinking and making good choices and being kind to others. Uh, my name is Aspen, and I'm nine years old. And I can show God I love him by taking care of my family members and being kind to my friends and including other people into games when they're lonely. I'm Shaylee and I'm nine years old and I can show God I love him by giving other people service and helping them if something bad happens and praying to the Lord to help them. What else did Moses teach the people? He taught that keeping our covenants brings us great blessings. What's a covenant again? It's a spiritual promise with God, right? Yes, God gives us the conditions for the covenant. So like what we have to do. And we agree to do what he asks us to do. Then God promises us certain blessings for being obedient. So for example, you made a covenant with the Lord at baptism to always remember him. And you renew that covenant each week by partaking of the sacrament. You'll make even more covenants in the temple. So just like in Moses' time, we are the Lord's people. And we are a covenant people. We make covenants with him. And we, you and me, and everyone listening, we're greatly blessed as we keep our covenants with the Lord. In fact, let's play a game about that. This game is called Raining Blessings. Moses told the children of Israel of the great blessings that they would receive by keeping the commandments and by being true to their covenants. So I want you guys to hold out your hands like they're an open book. We will say some of these amazing blessings that they were promised. And your job is to catch them in your book as these blessings fall from heaven. But beware, because we will also share some curses that were promised if the people forgot their covenants. If you hear one of those, be sure you close your book real quick. Let's see how many blessings will rain down on you for keeping your covenants. Okay, open your hands like a book and get ready to catch your blessings. You will be well. You will increase mightily. You will live in a good land that floweth with milk and honey, a land of brooks of water, of fountains, a land of wheat and barley and vines and fig trees and pomegranates and olive oil, 
a land where you shall eat bread without scarceness. Thou shalt not lack anything in it, a land out of whose hills thou mayst dig brass. He will preserve you alive. You won't be slaves. You will be able to have children, and he will bless your children. He will love thee and bless thee. Your land will be blessed to grow fruits and vegetables and all that you need. You will have flocks of animals to eat. You won't be sick or get diseases. Your enemies will be destroyed and no one will be able to conquer you. You will prosper in all that you do. The Lord will rejoice over you. Blessed shalt thou be in the city. Blessed shalt thou be in the field. Blessed shall be the fruit of your body and thy ground and thy cattle. Blessed shall be thy basket and thy store. You will be destroyed from off of the face of the earth. Be obedient unto the voice of the Lord your God. You will be cursed, and the Lord shall blot out your name from under heaven. You will be cast into another land. The land will be like brimstone and salt and burning. You won't be able to grow anything. The Lord's wrath will be kindled against you. Blessed shalt thou be when thou comest in, and when thou goest out. And the Lord shall establish thee, and the Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure. Those are some amazing blessings if we keep the commandments. And some serious consequences if we break our covenants. But we're strong, and we love the Lord, just like Moses did. So what ended up happening to Moses? Well, he led the people through the wilderness for 40 years. It shouldn't have taken that long for them to reach the promised land, but like we learned, they were complaining and they were forgetting the Lord. So it took them a long time to become humble. But once they made it to the promised land, Moses couldn't go with them. 
Why not? Well, Moses was 120 years old, so Joshua would now lead the children of Israel. So Moses died? Actually, Moses was translated. What does being translated mean? Well, instead of dying, he was changed or translated. He was taken up to heaven without dying. That's amazing! Did you know your life has been touched directly by Moses? How? So, remember how the resurrected Moses came to Kirtland, Ohio, and conferred upon Joseph Smith the priesthood keys for gathering Israel? Because of that, we're all connected to Moses and to his mission. We are modern day Israel. We carry the torch of the gospel light, and we are commanded to spread the gospel. At baptism, we covenant to serve the Lord and keep his commandments. When we partake of the sacrament, we renew that covenant and declare our willingness to take upon ourselves the name of Jesus Christ. Ultimately, in the Holy Temple, we may become joint heirs to the blessings of an eternal family, as once promised to Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and their posterity. Thus, celestial marriage is the covenant of exaltation. When we realize that we are children of the covenant, we know who we are and what God expects of us. His law is written in our hearts. He is our God, and we are His people. The greatest compliment that can be earned here in this life is to be known as a covenant keeper. The rewards for a covenant keeper will be realized both here and hereafter. And we, as faithful children of the covenant, will be blessed now and forever. I so testify in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. That's all we have for this week. Let's count our blessings and keep our covenants. And until next time. Bye-bye.